is the beautiful Alicia Fox. Spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Loaded up with alcohol, more specifically vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming at you! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. And after tonight, none of you in this ring will ever... There's a one. There's a two. Oh! oh, wow. Oh, we are back. We are back. How are we all doing this week, folks? It is Thursday, October 17th, 2019. We are the podcast of Millennium. It is Three Count Thursday. We back. Wrestling is awesome. And guys, we have a guest this week. But first, our show is brought to you by Alicia's Pillows and Things on NGSC Sports. If you're decorating your home, you want it to reflect your tastes and your likes. So why not add a lot of decorations that reflect your sports movie and TV fandom? I like your hand gestures, Ryan. That's something you miss. If you're not watching us on on live or uh, on-demand video, then you are missing the, the hand gestures. But... Uh, they feature pillows of all sizes, stools, and more with your favorite teams and characters. Log on to our home network, NGSCSports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage and place your order. Ryan, Tim, how we doing, boys? We're, we haven't all been in studio together for a long time. Your mic's on now, Ryan. It feels great to be back. Oh, there we are. Uh, Alicia Fox's pillows and things. Alicia yeah. Fox's. Intern Mark says he likes pillows. Well, that's good, Intern Mark. Scotty says he's heading to NXT tomorrow. Who doesn't like so pillows? So I assume there's an NXT show in the Seattle's area. Oh, it always rains in Seattle. It always rains in Seattle. And it's always windy here in Pennsylvania. Apparently. Jeez. It rained a lot yesterday. Super windy today. Yeah, thanks for that. It was a really great birthday rain all over the world and now it's cold. if it rains on your birthday isn't it ironic that's wedding day that's the wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> uh make sure you also not only uh head over to alicia's pillows and things but make sure you head over to three count thursday.com that's our homepage. boom you'll find is. all of our social media links there you'll find our merchandise oh, at what a maneuver.net what a maneuver thank you you'll find our patreon page patreon.com Slash three count Thursday. It's you not will... on the sheet. It's not up here, but it's the same thing. Patre- just, just uh, always change, the number. Just change Facebook to Patreon. There to it is. Patreon. But it's the same. The Patron. I put a two minute Tuesday up this you week. You did. And did you get some uh, censorship this week? There might be a censor picture up there. Wow. Necessarily censored, but it's up there. It's well, up there. You don't know that. I mean, it, it could have been. His, his Johnson could have been out. Hey. Jeez. 
Spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, the Kansas City. Sorry to any Kansas City Chiefs fans. Uh, Patty <laughs> Patty Mahomes my, went a limping. That would be my uh, final wrestling place co-host, Marcus. Well, and that would also be me in fantasy football. So oh, uh, no. I could have some trouble there. But rip. Yeah, yeah. That, that Let could me be ask trouble. you this. Let's circle back to Alicia's pillows and things real quick. Do you okay. think they sell Jets merchandise? Um, They might. They might. Is that how Sam Darnold got mono? Do they? Do that they sell is, Vikings merchandise, Ryan? They might. They Hinga might. Dinga they, might. they might. Do they sell merchandise? Why you gotta be like that? Do they sell Viking Experience podcasts? <laughs> Viking well, Experience? <laughs> they might. They might. They oh, might. hey, hold on. Wow. We're really... Gonna... Wow. We're really doing this, huh? Haven't seen you in like three weeks and we're... Yeah, we're going to start right off with that old, uh, that yeah. old Jets jersey right there. Yeah. We're going to stick that bad boy right on for the rest of the show. Yeah, Isn't wow. he dead? Wow, we're doing that. Who is that? Uh, he might be. Curtis Martin? He might be. You have to ask Curtis. Jerry. He's ask retired. Donald. I feel like he would know. He's retired. I don't think. Is retiring dead? Dead to me. Well, it's at least. Well, you. Did, she didn't retire, though. Yeah, she's we'll not. We'll figure out those we'll details out, in a little bit. We just want to get our uh, indie wrestling uh, roundup for the week before we get to our guest. Uh, who will be on the line with us here in just a second. It is uh, it's full moon, at least in Hazleton, PA, this weekend for PPW's full moon. That is at the Holy Family Academy this Saturday, October the 19th. Um, we, we can't say enough about PPW. That is a great place uh, to check out an independent wrestling show. Uh, we've been up you'll there. Be, you'll be saying, holy moly, at the Holy Family it sounded better in my head. Yeah, Keep going. that didn't work out so didn't well. Work out. No. Nope. Yeah, think those think those through a little bit. Yep. A little I'm, bit I'm, better. It's two weeks rough. It's I'm okay. To it's all right. It it's all right. We'll we'll uh, we'll get through here. Um, but that is at the Holy Family Academy, Hazleton, PA. Mm-hmm. Uh, door doors are at five, and uh, bell time is at seven p.m. Hey, Robert's watching uh, from Florida. I hope the weather's Saturday. better down there, my friend. Ooh, um, I don't know what side of Florida you're on, but I think there's a hurricane or something a tornado heading 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 a shark it's, it's in the gulf i think this one's in the gulf jim you like to golf uh, g-u-l-f not g-o-l-f ryan oh man i am rusty you as are hell. rusty as hell this is gonna be a rough should one, we get folks. to our guest ryan will if, that make it easier on she's you she's waiting i don't want to keep her waiting any longer yes she is waiting let's bring into the show my god ryan just get your get yourself together are you trying. ready for this i'm trying can you handle this it's an older jersey i think it's cutting off the blood let's Let's bring in Sophia Castillo to Three Count Thursday. Sophia, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, thank you. How are you? We are doing good. Ryan's trying to knock there the rust off is. here, and we're going to throw him right into the fire with the first question. Here we go. We're going to hit the ground running. Thank you again so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. It is an honor. Um, we're going to we're going to jump right in. At what age did you start to fall in love with professional wrestling? I was about 10 years old back in Costa Rica. Okay. All right. Did you have a favorite wrestler at that time? I did. Um, I had four. I distinctly remember I, in order of who I liked the most was John Cena, um, Randy Orton, Kelly Kelly, because she was a fantastic, like very elastic uh, athlete in edge. Those were my four go-dos when I was 10. Four. Yeah, that's a four. solid four. Yeah, we just actually met Kelly Kelly. She was actually just up at PPW. Yes. Still yes. very nice. The first ever women's 24-7 champion. That is correct. Um, 
Yeah. So, yeah. So growing up, you were a wrestling fan. You started from the age of 10. Um, what made you want to get into the wrestling business? Um, I've always been a very big feminist, even at 10 years old. Now that I look back into it, it's very impressive how <laughs> passionate I was about it. Um, because I would see, I would watch WWE and I would notice that, mind you, we only had an hour of Raw and an hour of SmackDown over there, but still, it was only the guys wrestling. And if there were any girls, they were either with the guys or in pillow fights or in jello fights or just things that, to me, my 10-year-old brain, and even now at 20, it did not make sense. And so I told my mom, hey, that's not cool. And she said, hey, that's none of your business. And I thought, that isn't really, though? Like, wouldn't it be cool to do this? And that's how it all began. Yeah, that's, those are definitely the dark periods of uh, women's wrestling back when we've, we've come a long way since that time, you know, with Evolution and, and so many other progressive women's featuring in professional wrestling. Uh, so very good on you to know at the age of 10 to, to kind of, you knew what was kind of right or wrong. It's, it's really dope. Um, going on from that, um, as you got into the professional wrestling, when you, when you decided you were going to make the journey to get into professional wrestling, uh, what were some of the lessons that you had to learn, whether they were easier lessons or harder lessons, uh, to get your foot in the door and, and start to begin your journey into the world of professional wrestling? I think the first one is that you have to be coachable. You have to understand that everybody that gives you advice, whether it's advice that you take or not, are giving you that advice for a reason. And it's so important to be able to listen to people and be able to evolve and improve as a wrestler, taking those adv- like the advice that other people that are vets or just people that have more experience than you all together um, give you because they've been where you're at. So it's important to listen to the voice of wisdom and say, okay, I understand that you've done what I've done and I thank you for the words that you're telling me because now I can apply them to my performance. Yeah, that's uh, it reminds me of a, I've listened to a lot of like interviews from previous wrestlers and Shawn Michaels would talk about Jose Lothario and the biggest advice he ever gave Shawn was open your ears, open your eyes and listen. And that's it. And if you can do that, then it's it's all uphill from there. Exactly. As long as you're coachable and you listen and you... Some people have an attitude, and I don't understand that. Like, to me, that's just ridiculous. How, how do you expect to improve if you refuse to take advice from the people that are trying to help you improve, you know? That's right. Yeah, 100%. Um, now, for anyone, and, and we will give you an opportunity to, uh, to of course, plug your social media before, uh, before the interview ends here, but if, if you like we do follow you on social media, you know, people will notice that you're very into acrobatics into dancing. And, and I'm sure, uh, that parlays itself into, uh, the work in the ring and, and, and into just, I mean, everything relating to the business, but like what have been maybe some of your, um, the, like the biggest things you've been able to take from, from that side of your, uh, training regimen and, and, and working it into, uh, into the wrestling ring? I think that coordination is one of the most important things. Being a dancer for so long before I started wrestling gave me a pretty solid footwork base and flexibility. Um, I'm able to do certain moves and 
whether I'm kicking somebody up high or falling straight into a split after a move, um, definitely gives me that sort of maybe uniqueness to my style of wrestling. So I definitely think footwork and flexibility are the two main things. Also the discipline. Um, every Any sport or art that you do as you're growing up is going to give you that foundation of discipline that you need to be able to go through the journey of whatever it is that you're doing. So I think those are the three things that have um, proven to be the most helpful to me. Yeah, go ahead and, and shout out your uh, your social media links real quick for us midway through, and we'll still let you do it at the end again. But uh, if anybody kind of wants to see what we're talking about, you do some absolutely crazy stuff, like some flippy doos and stuff <laughs> on like uh, on a ring um, that that none of how us could old, even. How old are you, flippy doos? Flippy doos. There's nothing I could do that, that you do. <laughs> that was that was like the most Jim Cornette thing you could have F- ever flippy said. Do? Yeah. Yeah. He uses Flippy Do like I've never heard at least fifteen times on a podcast. I'm sorry, it's okay. What would you call what you do with those ring things? <laughs> what would I call it? Yeah, what, what what is that ring called? That's a lira, a lira hoop. A lira hoop. It's not even a ring. It's not even a ring. It's a hoop, right? I'm just I'm so yeah. amazed when I see it. I don't even my my mind just goes numb. Um. So yeah, shout out your I, social media for it, us. Yeah, I I call it just skills. I do post um, moves, but social media. If yes. you go into my YouTube channel, which is Sofia Castillo, there you'll find all of my social media links, which are Instagram and Facebook. My Instagram is Sophie underscore Ramirez Castillo 39. And my Facebook is just my full name, which is Sofia Ramirez Castillo, which I understand is very long <laughs> compared to some of the names that you usually hear, but I apologize. It's just Hispanic culture does that to you. And I, you know, it's part of who I am, so I can't just get rid of it. Absolutely sure. right, and keep it keep it all together, so we all know. Um, on these social medias, you also showcase uh, sign language. Um, you oftentimes sing the lyrics of popular songs. Um, when did you learn sign language, uh, and when did you decide to start performing in this matter? Um, I was given an ultimatum by my mom. She said, you can't wrestle if you don't have a degree to fall back on. And I completely agreed because I am a nerd and I left school. So I found sign language about three years ago in high school. And I thought, this is the coolest thing. (laughs) Being an interpreter is the coolest job anybody can ever have. And so I enrolled in the program in college and now it's been three years. Um, I started interpreting songs. I was given the opportunity with my best friend to interpret concert for Christmas. And that was our first interpreting assignment that we had. And after that, I was like, hey, hey, interpreting music is so cool. I want to keep doing it. And it also helps me kind of think and rearrange uh, words and signs in a way that makes sense for the deaf community. And where I'm more so showcasing a picture in my hands as opposed to just word by word the English um, words along the song. Um, so I started, I'd say probably about five months ago, I started doing it and now I do it every Sunday. So every Sunday I upload a song, um, with the captions for the deaf people to be able to read what I'm signing. Um, and it became a thing and now it can't really stop (laughs) because I liked it and because it became a genuine thing. Yeah. It's actually really, really, really cool to watch. Um, how often do you hear back from any viewers that really appreciate the work? Um, 
more often than I expected. I've had a lot of deaf people reach out to me or CODAs, which are children of deaf adults. So kids can't hear, but their parents are deaf. Um, and they reach out to me and they tell me that they love it because it's, it's something different. And my choice of songs are not the ones that everybody that does sign language covers um, do. I try to keep it a little bit more um, on the side of songs that haven't been done, which can be even more difficult. But you know, I love a challenge. Sure. Is there is there any is there any songs that you that you have that you really want to try that you haven't tried yet? I do. I really want to get into Bob Dylan songs to sign, but they're difficult. I <laughs> think when I tell you they're difficult, they're hard songs yeah. to sign. Awesome. Uh. I have another question, but I want to ask more about sign language. I'm very intrigued by this. Have you been able to use uh, your skills with sign language to interact with any fans? Yes. Um, the first time that I met a deaf fan, I didn't know he was deaf. Um, I was packing up and getting ready to leave the show, and he looked at me, and he signed and said, good job, like using his voice. Um and I said, thank you. And then it didn't hit me until about four seconds later as he was walking away that he was deaf because, you know, after a natural loopy and stuff. Right. Um, but as he was walking away, I kept staring at him as if my eyes would do this miraculous thing of making him turn away, turn towards me, which amazingly enough, it did. And he looked at me and I signed to him, are you deaf? And he looked at me for a good four seconds, like just <laughs> in awe, because realistically, very few wrestlers sign, very few right. people sign all together if they're not a part of the deaf community. And he was like, "Yeah." And then after he, yeah, after that, yeah, he started walking towards me, and then we were able to have a conversation. Yeah, it's just it it fascinates me that you know with everything that's gone on, like in, in twenty nineteen that the deaf community is still kind of one of the most underserved mm-hmm. communities out there. I know myself, I do um, a lot of uh, content creation online and even then like having a live track for, for uh, captions and things like that, very difficult to even get into like your online presence. So learning ASL, that sounds like a, I, it's something I've always wanted to, to learn and, and get into. I know the basics of some things, but uh, awesome to hear that you ha- actually had an interaction with a fan uh, with uh, with sign language. Um, it was so cool. Yeah, it sound it just sounds like it. Um, you recently just returned from a trip uh, to Europe, making stops in uh, France and Greece. And uh, during your travels, was there a particular city or site that stood out to you as your favorite? Um, this past week, when I the last time I was able to go, yes, um, yes, I I've been to Paris a couple times before, and it's a really cool city because it's so small that everything's walking distance. But I've always wanted to go to Greece, and my mom and I had the chance to go. Santorini is a beautiful island, such a beautiful island. The sunsets that you see over there are incredible, and the little streets that you see in the movies like uh sisterhood of travel cans <laughs> that's what i want to do we rode a donkey like it was just such a cool different experience and since it's an island like they have real people problems not like in the states right. where if somebody doesn't have a charger they have this existential crisis no 
Like, I was at a restaurant, and the waiter came up to me, and he's like, well, we haven't had power or water for two days. <laughs> what would you like to eat? And I was like, okay, this makes sense. Like, it makes sense in my head that people worry about these things as opposed to, you know, Instagram is down. What are we going to do? Right. Just the right. trivial issues that we go through here are nothing compared to what they go through. And to me, that is such a cool way of just dealing with life, if that makes sense. It's a way to stay grounded, too. To, yeah. To I, really know where yeah. You, what, what we have that we take for granted. Exactly. Which, and then I came back and I was just mad at the country. <laughs> I was like, why am I worried about such trivial things? I had the exact same crisis a year, about a year and a half ago when I came back from Australia. I was in Australia for like about a month and I came back and I'm like, gosh, it was so nice over there. Why is it trash here? (laughs) (laughs) And and like I understand, and it's not anything to bash where we live. Right, right. Exactly. We're exposed to this different culture where like, Jesus Christ, we're so behind yeah, we're so ahead, but we're still so behind. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know for me, yeah, like this past Monday, I was in Washington D.C. and and just from, you know, seeing homeless on every corner, it's it, the 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 level of perspective that that you can gain uh, about the things that seem like a big problem in in your life, um, when you when you travel somewhere out of the norm is is astounding. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Um, now we know you wrestle, uh, primarily in Florida and, uh, as you know, I think we were, we touched on somebody in our, uh, our, our live video comments is actually, uh, vacationing down in Florida right now. And, uh, there's a, a hurricane or a tropical storm or something in the Gulf. And we know that the weather in Florida is, is pretty nuts. Um, you know, th- there's wrestling shows indoors, outdoors, weather can have an impact on those, uh, the, the the outdoor shows obviously especially is has there ever been been a time where you've had to deal with uh deal with the elements uh while working in the ring um yes both i think both extreme count the first show that i the first match i ever uh, had the amount of heat that i felt in the ring around my body i thought i was gonna get a heat stroke Mm -hmm. and then a different match that i had rain was like hey (laughs) it just started (laughs) raining and i'm like well this is dangerous not because like i love rain i love the outdoors i love everything about nature but if i'm wrestling and i'm in a mat that is getting wet i can slip i can dislocate my knee i can you know an accident can happen that we're not technically prepared for so I don't particularly like to wrestle under the ring just because of that danger factor. But to me, outdoor shows are the best ones. Yeah, and, and that, that was going to be kind of a, a question I was going to ask because I know um, it's probably been over a, a decade now. Um, Ryan and I had gone to a uh, TNA show. That was years ago. At, at, the, uh, at a, at a um, annual fair uh, in, in a, a town not too far from where we live. And it rained that day. The rings out in in the elements, and um, rained throughout the show. And I mean, show went on as as scheduled. But you know, we noticed that it just seemed like um, you know everybody. It was the the pace was a little slower, and everybody was having to think about just about every single move 
that they had to make. Is that is that a fairly accurate statement? Ryan and I and Tim, we are we are not workers. So like the, <laughs> from from a from a wrestler standpoint, like is that is that something that you kind of have to go in your mind? Like I have to be careful about every step, every movement, uh, to to make sure that I'm not going to injure myself or my opponent. 100 percent the problem is that now instead of us being focused in you know having a this good performance and connecting with the audience we're worried about where our feet are going because safety becomes the sure. number one priority the only priority in the match is safety and where do i step for me not to fall in cause of possible accident that could be an injury sure. you know, it's just it changes the whole rhythm of the match Absolutely. Hey, and speaking of Florida, there uh, s- certainly is no shortage of companies uh, down in your state. Uh, and quite frankly, you're making a mark on a lot of those companies since you've started in your career. Um, do you see you. the number of companies being a benefit as you have more where, more areas that you can work? Um, or do you sometimes wish that there were maybe a few um, and then you could work repeatedly in order to kind of build more storylines um, with certain wrestlers inside certain companies? I think that the fact that we have such a big variety of shows works better simply because, yes, we can't focus necessarily on as many storylines as strong as we would like to, but there are a lot of wrestlers in Florida, like more than any other state. So we need that radio to compare as opposed to different states just because there's so many people that we need more shows. Otherwise, a lot of people would be out of a because there's just no room in the cart so i think as like for florida specifically i think that's the best thing to have a big variety and diversity of shows as well yeah without question i mean it's it's definitely uh there's a lot more hotbeds that are brewing back up since the the absorption of all the territories it's good to see that the florida the florida area is definitely uh growing and booming once again um, at this point in your career, uh, you've accomplished a lot. You've uh, held a number of titles. You've wrestled internationally, and you've had great feuds along the way. Uh, so far, what is what would you say is uh, your favorite moment of your career? Um, can I pick two? It, you can answer the question however you want. I know it's tough to pick like your favorite kid or your favorite anything. So, uh, <laughs> give me top three if you got it. Okay. Uh, yes. The first one would definitely be my debut, not because I had this great performance whatsoever, but because it opened up the door to what was going to be the beginning of my wrestling career. Um, and I think that's very special. I also had the opportunity to have a false Count Anywhere match, which is something that made me challenge myself in every possible aspect that I ever thought possible. And I got to wrestle in my home country, which is Costa Rica. And the response of the people when I came out in my entrance, I've never heard anybody cheering as loud as they all did. And I felt so welcomed and so um, just right at home. It it was a special feeling that I don't think I'll ever be able to match. So I think those are going to be my top three in no particular order. (laughs) Those are my top three. Fair. That's those are very, three very yeah, good, good. Uh, options to pick as your favorite so far. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, we are here with uh, Sophia Ramirez Castillo, and uh, we will give her an opportunity to let you all know where you can follow her on social media and keep up to, up to date with everything she's doing. Um, but before we get to that, we have a uh, something new we've been doing with guests, and that is the rapid fire round. So we, you know, want to brace yourself for this. Uh, I think it's twelve rapid fire questions. I'll do four. Ryan will do four. Tim will do four. And uh, are you ready for the rapid fire? Um, do I have to answer like right away, super fast? Like the first thing that comes to mind is that like the point of the thing? Sure. I mean, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna yeah, like these aren't, these aren't very hard. Yeah, questions. they're not yeah. they're not hard questions, and we're not gonna like yell at you if if you know you delay a bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We're not, we're not mean or anything. We're but. Uh, but it is it, more just uh, short multiple choice questions. Rapid sounds fire good. just yes. sounds better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's not like there's like well thought out. No, 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 we're no. Not no. We're, we're not asking. Okay, we're not asking. Like, okay. Yeah, not the meaning of life. Yeah. <laughs> not how to cure poverty. Like anything else. Like very easy, either or, this or that type questions. Okay, so you need to say that because then you start stressing me out, and I feel anxiety building up. Okay, no, no anxiety. These these are relatively, <laughs> and the beauty of them is there is no right or wrong answer either. So uh, there's no okay. there's no grading, nothing like right, that. Right, we're talking like cats or dogs, like pretty simple yeah, stuff. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, all right, okay, let, I'm ready. Let's start with this one: uh, Disney World or Universal Studios? Disney World. All right, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo. Nintendo. All right. Uh, does pineapple go on pizza? No. Pineapple. I don't like pineapple at all. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Not even like, not even canned my, or fresh. None of it. No, it hurts my tongue. Like it, I feel like it like just goes straight down the middle of my tongue. I don't like it. It, it does. Attack. It is. Yeah. It, it is a little bit of, of attack uh, on the tongue. And what is your favorite <laughs> original five Disney character? Oh my God! This question. Okay, Moana. Does that count as original? Yeah. Sure, sure. There you go. Well, okay. you, you, you survived my four. Now we go to Ryan. I thought you asked for five. No, there's tw- there's three of us and there's twelve questions. Ri- one character, Ryan. But, oh my! Don't fo- oh, Ryan. Don't focus on my. Characters. Don't focus well, on was, my question. She wanted to answer more. Yeah. I think she wanted to give us five. I mean, will you ask for five? Yeah, you said oh, maybe, five. Okay, I, under, I misunderstood the question. Go ahead. Go ahead. My, I, I misunderstood the question. Okay, so can I still answer? Absolutely. Cool? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, there are literally no rules okay. here. No rules. <laughs> um, Moana, the Beast, Mike Wazowski, um, who else? I'm missing two. Can you just discuss? Because now I'm, I'm feeling oh dopey dopey dopey's oh, the best. That's a good one. Dopey, that's a good one. and then the other one that's always is grumpy. There we go. I could not think of any in English for my life, but I, I figured it out. Grumpy. Dopey like me and grumpy like Ryan. Hey, so I'll take it. Now we'll now we'll go to Ryan's uh, Ryan's four. Right, here Ryan. we go. Are you ready? Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Um, a favorite Disney park. Magic Kingdom. Um, the country you would most like to wrestle in? Oh, Canada. Okay. And the favorite city you visited in the United States? San Francisco. 
Nice. Uh, so, as someone who's from Costa Rica, I have the opportunity to go to Costa Rica. Where's the first place I'm going? Well, see, that's a hard question. Do you like cold weather or hot weather? Tim likes to eat. <laughs> Rude. Okay. But also, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, that gives me nothing. <laughs> we have good food all over. Um, warm weather. Um, Warmer I weather. go to the beach. Beach. All right. Awesome. Uh, style of music you most love to work out to? Salsa. Nice. Uh, favorite holiday? Christmas. Uh, thoughts on candy corn? I No, you. I don't... We can't even talk about it. That's fine. <laughs> we, we split. Not up for discussion. You, sa- you said no pineapple... I was with you, and now you say no to candy corn. Oh, you're a candy corn guy, Tim? Give me all the candy corn. I'm, I'm the it. dude sitting underneath. Take it. All these memes of people taking the candy corn and shoving them off the table into the trash can. You. I'm the dude with my mouth between oh, the... gross. Just catching all of it before it goes in the trash. That is no, awful. No, I feel like... Like, I don't even... I don't understand what it's even made up of. I feel like it's so bad for you like you're just eating like plastic or rubber you probably uh-huh. i mean realistically those little black and orange sticky candies are worse than candy corn so candy corn i don't think is the black worst in my opinion mary jane's maybe they're called i'm not sure they're really i don't know but like, it's not corn like they're like does peanut it not buttery that it's not corn no because it's candy corn. i i feel like if if you could take motor oil and turn it it's into a candy. It would be candy corn. Black licorice is worse. Black licorice is bad. I agree. I would I would do black licorice before I would do candy corn. Really? You're, you've bumped your yeah. noggin, sir. No, nah, candy corn is gross. Texturally, taste, it's all bad. All bad. All bad. What well, about, you survived the did it. multiple choice rapid fire. We got to think of a new name. For, the, for that section of questions. Right. I don't want to stress anybody out. Right. Sorry Lightning about that. Round. Like, it builds up anxiety. Like, the name builds up anxiety in the person. I promise. Ask anybody. What about the light, lightning the round? Like if, if, yeah, if we would have said lightning round, would that would that have been a little better? A little better, yeah. Okay. okay well, so I don't we'll feel take personally a... somewhat attacked and pressured. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just a few more questions, right, Tim. I think steer, you got We're going to steer into here now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, bring it on. We just got past. Uh, that, that sounds so weird. We just uh, his Hispanic Heritage Month has just passed us by, um, and wrestling's a big part of Hispanic culture, uh, as we all know. Um, how important is it to you to be able to be a part of the wrestling world and inspire others who want to follow your path? I think that's one of the main reasons why I do it. Um, as far as I'm aware. I believe I'm the only Costa Rican wrestler, like born and raised, that is making her way, like within in the United States. So, to me, to be able to represent my country and encourage other people to do what I'm doing, it's such a wonderful, quote unquote, power to have. Just because you have that ability to encourage others, mm-hmm. but to me, it's just so special. And the more, the merrier. And if it's something that will bring people happiness and i'm all for it how uh how are some ways that you've incorporated your costa rican heritage uh, heritage um into your wrestling 
I'm feisty. <laughs> I think Latinos are always feisty, but I'm real feisty. And I think, but I'm also very happy and peppy. And Costa Ricans are known for being, you know, we don't have an army. We're all cool and we don't like war. So that happy and peppiness comes out in the ring. But I also get feisty and I like that. Sure. Now, being bilingual and, and trilingual, if you if you account the sign language, um, do you have a preference in terms of cutting a promo in English or in Spanish? Yes, I think that I was not forced to, but it was kind of a family rule uh, with my grandma to watch so many telenovelas that, to me, cutting promos in Spanish feels too too dramatic, like to a point where I feel like I'm in a telenovela. So I think English makes it a little bit more, um, it's kind of what I know. Like I heard promos growing up in English, so that's my fallback, like that's what I fall back on. But Spanish just makes it so dramatic in a way that I don't feel like it should be that dramatic. You know, okay, it's sure. more like a, I'm going to put this chair through your head. In Spanish, it just sounds, no, it just it doesn't sound quite right. Sure, sure. Um, now, we, we have one more question. It's, it's, it's the, the question that we always like to ask, and then we will give you an opportunity to uh, plug your social media and anything else. But if, if you had to pick... A, a a dream match for yourself you know it doesn't matter um what superstar past or present doesn't matter where the venue is what what is your dream match if you had to dream up one perfect match for you i think a match against charlotte because she has so much legacy in her career coming from the family that she comes from and i obviously don't i i love my parents but my mom she is in business and my dad is a mechanic like they have nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever so being able to well having the chance maybe in my dreams to be able to be in the ring with a person that has so much knowledge of the sport is to me something that would be a dream come true Sure, sure. No, that is a uh, that is a great answer. And uh, Sophia, we appreciate you joining us uh, here tonight. Let people know about uh, any upcoming shows or any bookings or whatever. And uh, and again, where they can find you on social media, we did uh, post the links here in the comments on our live video. But uh, for people who might be catching this on on our podcast feed uh, on YouTube or anything like that, please make sure you let people know where they can follow you. Yeah, if you go to my YouTube channel, which is Sophia Castillo, um, there you'll find a bunch of me <laughs> signing or wrestling or dancing. And there, in any video, you'll be able to find my other social media links, which for Instagram, it's Sophie underscore Ramirez Castillo 39. And for Facebook, it's just my full name, Sophia Ramirez Castillo. All right, Sophia, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, we, uh, we look forward to keeping track of your career and what you're up to. Thank you so much. I loved being here, even with the anxiety attack that I had over. <laughs> yes, we, we promise so. that we will, uh, we will work on that. And, uh, and if we ever have you back on, we will not call it the rapid fire. Thank you. I would love to be back. <laughs> All right. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Have a great one. You too. Have a great night, guys. Take care. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. That it's always a learning experience, uh, you know, even for us five five plus years in. Yeah. But again, thank you to Sophia for joining us uh, here tonight. 
Um, I heard she was a Jets fan too. I, I still I can't. Wanna, I didn't want to get into I that. I still but. can't goddamn believe that you were going to sit here uh, with that fucking jersey on. It's going to happen. Um, let's, uh, let's kick it off. And, and for those who are joining us in the live video, we appreciate that. Make sure you give it a like and a share, uh, get as many people in here, uh, as possible and, uh, and interact with us as it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on. Um, I do have some, some insider knowledge, if you want to call it that. Some that? breaking news, if you will, just so. moments ago, Stan Stiles shared with us that the intergender Bonanza five has been scheduled to take place March 7th, 2020. Back at the H2O Wrestling Center in New Jersey, there will be an intergender Bonanza Rumble. What? To crown the first ever intergender Bonanza champion. It's a great time if you've never made it to a Stan Styles intergender Bonanza. First of all, you're not doing it, right? Second of all, check it out. Shoot, I lost the date already. March seventh, March twenty twenty. March forty fourth, twenty twenty eight. March Juneteenth. March seventh, twenty twenty. Saturday night, intergender bonanza at at twenty five o'clock. Yeah, That's this many. All right, let's. Uh, I think we have Matt on the line with us. Matt, how are we doing this week, bud? We're doing well. We're awesome. doing well. Awesome. Um, all right, let's uh, let's kick it off. I figured since we hadn't uh, done a show in a couple weeks, hadn't done a question of the week um, in a couple weeks, I'd throw out there just straight up: what was what won the week in professional wrestling? Now, and you can define week, be it starting Monday through now, or from uh, technically two weeks ago uh, till now, and it could be a match, could be a moment, could be a show. Um, we had we had a, a, re- a response here from Mike. He said he wasn't able. Um, to watch NXT this week, but Darby and Jericho was a wonderful thing to watch. And if you're following along here in the live video, make sure you um, give your thoughts on on what was the what won the week for you. Um, for me, and and this kind of encompasses the last two weeks um, when we've been just fully inundated with wrestling every single day of our lives now. Um, and and the thing that wins the week for me. Uh, it won it probably last week and it won it again this week. And that's NWA power. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't believe how much I love that product. It, it like in, in, does it bother you that they spell power with 27 R's? It's three. R's. For, yeah, first off, it's three. Power. And, and no, it doesn't. Because, like, I feel like that would be a thing that would have happened in 1963 or whatever, whenever, you know, whenever whenever they were doing the TV, like the, the, the studio shows. So, no, no it actually it doesn't just, bother me. It was just called World Championship Wrestling. Look, Tim, I'm not. And this this is probably one of the more surprising things of the whole. I, the grammar Nazi himself, is not going. It doesn't. It does not phase me one bit that power has three R's on. What it. I'm more shocked about, and we need to have you double check for your physical, is <laughs> in in the last two weeks of wrestling in which WWE exists and Chris Jericho has been heavily featured on television. You pick the Cornette experience. <laughs> promotion uh yeah i mean it's i'm as shocked as anybody else i i, I truly you're am. having a fever dream or something um i am and i i probably should call my doctor back 
Um, but no, it, it just in in a time that you know everything seems to be somewhat of a you know I don't want to say copy because I don't think AEW is copying WWE, and I and I don't think you know NXT is trying to copy anything, but the the productions to a degree are somewhat similar and the nwa power is everything about it is completely different i mean no music you know you see this this crowd on bleachers you see a interview set depending what camera they cut to during a match um it just everything about it's just just so very different and, and to me it it is it has just struck a super chord with me um this week uh aaron stevens back in the wrestling business um, that I'm super jazzed up about as well. Um, so it's just, it, I don't, it, it is, it is just in a, a, a fantastic alternative to everything else. And, um, it, it is, it is the show that I have most looked forward to for the past two weeks. Lucky you. <laughs> what about you, Matt? What, what over the last two weeks is, uh, has captivated you in the world of professional wrestling? Um, I've actually really enjoyed AEW. I I sadly have not gotten caught up on NWA yet, so I know I'm probably missing out on that. I do have time this weekend that I plan to like sit down and watch. I I do feel that the extra R's will probably bother me a little <laughs> bit, um, but I from hearing you guys like rave about it, um, and it's like being unanimous between Ryan and Jim, which doesn't happen often. That so is 100% I, true. I, I will give that a shot this weekend. But at this point, AEW has been winning for me just because um, it's just it's new, and new is always fun. I'm sure in a few weeks I'll be like, all right, I'm tired of this, but for <laughs> now. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with the, that, that sentiment that AEW being new is fun. Um, my only concern what is – what now? You said AEW. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Which is what he said. Okay. Yeah, Matt. He hasn't Matt. watched Power. Okay, yet. I thought. Okay, I thought you were talking about Power. Okay, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're right. Okay. But with AEW and AEW Dark, correct. I feel like they're going to run out of matches at some point. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna. They're gonna keep like they're doing putting like four matches out on the darks plus two hours of TV. Eventually, like the roster is not super big. Right. So eventually, are you going to give away something on power, or not power, but on dark that you're going to end up doing on TV? Probably. Uh, right. Serious question. Does the matches on dark, do those count towards the yes. win-loss record? Because that's where Darby Allen beat Shima. Okay. Yep. Yes, they do. Yes. Ryan, what won the week for you? Um, Last week, no doubt it was NWA. I think that was the most freshest take on professional wrestling that I've seen in a long time. Um, this week, I feel like AEW hit an absolute home run with, with their show. It has been my favorite AEW show. Okay. It, I, the two hours went by so, so fast for me. And just the crowd was red hot and ate it up. Uh, it, was, it was as close to like a flawless TV show that I've seen in a while. Um, not, I mean, not just in the AEW brand, but easily the best AEW show I think they've put on so far. Okay. Okay. Um, William says he, uh, he watched both episodes of NWA power. He loves it. I, um, I didn't actually give my answer though. 
Okay. We know. Um, Lee says Bruce Pritchard replacing Eric Bischoff. Yeah. One of the week. Oh, um, okay. Tim, the, the question to you. Um, so I am going to encompass, it's, it's going to be kind of three things in one, but it all is going to center around WWE backstage. Okay. That was refreshing. A new take on something. The only WWE, the only studio show in all of wrestling. Yes. And in that, we got Triple H talking about Bruce Pritchard taking over for Eric Bischoff. We got a super hot trade for the blue brand, which was awesome. Um, and they talked about the, the the draft, which was which was also fun. Once we realized that WWE was actually just reading off of the list that they sent out <laughs> for Monday yeah. or, or Friday, yeah. and, and Friday's draft was literally Whoops. in order. That they went back online and changed the lists on WWE.com to be in alphabetical order. So by the time Monday Man. rolled around, those who knew it was in order could avoid it. Um, and also kind of hearing through like social media the off-air picks or the, uh, the free agent signups or signings from uh, Raw and SmackDown. Those were really fun. Like the um, ones that were uh, from the bump? The ones from the bump, yeah. Okay. Because there was ones that were from after SmackDown, which was the EC3, um, Drake Maverick. Oh, yeah. I missed those on my uh, my results list. Yeah. There was... Um, gosh, I forget what the, um, the ones from SmackDown... The ones from after SmackDown were. But it was like Sin Cara, Tamina... Tamina got drafted to SmackDown. The B team went to Raw. Titus O'Neil's on Raw. Eric Young, EC3 Eric Young, went to Raw. EC3. Uh, Drake Mavericks on SmackDown. Yes. Um, Which I feel like that's kind of a bummer. I feel like those two on the same show, EC3 and Drake, right. could have been something a little special. Yeah, and then... But then trades, can, can, again, can happen. Right. We don't know what the cutoff period for that's going to be. They're still, still kind of in question. And then, of course, like... I'm just still very curious as to what's going to happen, what what the actual turmoil for the Pritchard Bischoff interchange. Yeah, there's is. There, there's just a lot of moving parts in, in there's wrestling. There's a lot of question marks. Um, for but me. I, I I really enjoyed um, backstage as well, and and th- this I think I think that show, you know, and and everybody's going to talk about ratings. And everybody's talk about who won Wednesday and. You know, what What did Raw's number do? And, and SmackDown's only going to do what they did for the debut show, and then it's going to fall down. Like, no matter what the, the, the rating mark is for any of these shows or, or whatever, I, I think Backstage has a, has a very interesting opportunity to attract a, a, a different clientele into the, the wrestling and WWE mix. Because, like, I know... Um, I was at well, I was at a uh, bar last night. We were actually watching Dynamite at the bar, uh, like so, like Dynamite on one TV, hockey on another, and like my friends who haven't watched wrestling in a decade were were really into it. So that <clears throat> that's cool in and of itself. But then my buddy was like, "Yeah, I was flipping through the channels. And there was some like sports centery studio show, like with wrestling." And he's like, "I was just watching it because it was like it was." I didn't know what I was watching, but it seemed really cool. 
And I'm and and to me that that's the kind of stuff that's I think has the potential at least to wrestling fans get lost in the mix, but it, but shouldn't be shouldn't be uh, um you know underrated in, into the impact that it could have on a potential audience. They just need to get Paige out of there, man. Uh, Paige, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian is freaking amazing. Christian's on, trying to get a job. Role. Yeah, he's amazing in that role. Renee's comfortable. Um, Which, by the way, we're gonna do a quick aside here. Let's go. Let's do that. Yeah, there is no lisp. She has a bit of a lisp. No, she does not. I listened intently for the entire okay, at least hour. She used to. She can't say her S's right. There's yes, she can. She said them multiple times. I'll have to listen. Yeah. I always just thought that it was more of a mic issue than her actually having a lisp because I've heard her talk on other occasions and there's no lisp. There's no lisp. Then she does it for show. <laughs> why would you? Why would? Why anybody would? I don't know. But that's what she does. Uh, but no, I... I Never I, change, Ryan. So let's 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 hit hit something um, from backstage, and that was the the trade announcement. Yes, because I think there was a it was great. What, what? So you you poo poo it, Ryan? Well, no, Why? Let's, let's talk about a trade here, real quick. Yes. yes. If I'm giving something up in a trade, yes, I'm expecting something in return. You got it. What did I get? You got trade considerations. What What does that even mean? Jalen Ramsey got traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars right. to the. Los Angeles Rams right. for a two first round picks okay. ne- this year and next year. Okay. So picks. No, but which but, is what they got traded for. They so, got but tra- it didn't say that. They 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 used, said future consideration. Which is vague that, that, sports terminology yes. for future draft picks. That is something that happens all not, the time. Not so not super regularly, raw, but it the does. one that already gets more draft picks will just get more draft picks. Yes. No, no. And we're supposed to remember that come next next draft i don't nobody will okay so it just seems ridiculous no case in point like there there are times in the nfl nba major league baseball nhl where a player will get traded for future considerations so down the line they may get a minor league player and a fourth round pick or cash or cash or whatever so then when you are watching the draft and you'll say you know and when they're talking about the picks it'll be like you know this pick was uh, you know, this pick is the Cardinals pick. They got it in a trade from Jacksonville. I mean, because it like, could. So that, that's all they need be, to tell you down the line. It could also be the fact that they sent over Nikki. Here's what I think it is. They sent over Nikki and Alexa because they realized that Raw was too stacked. And then SmackDown is going to send over someone in the place of that. Yeah, like Alicia it, Fox. No, she got <laughs> No, she got alumni. She gone. Um, you know, so it, I I understand that it that it is a it is a terminology. I'm not saying you in general because the reaction you gave I did see somewhat frequently scrolling across Twitter. But I, it's it's a terminology that is not unfamiliar in the sports world. Right. It is it is terminology that to. A, a wrestling fan base that is used to more or less being told, you know, kind of cut and dry and walking us through the story. It, it, I, I can get that it's a, it's a little bit of a, a different thing to see in the in the wrestling world. But it's it's also not sport. 
Correct. Like, it just seems like, I don't know. Like, well, I, get, I get it's a sports term. So it's, can, just, it's not sport. Can I find out why? Are they getting their, are they getting their paycheck from SmackDown now? I want to find out why you're so caught up on trade considerations and not the fact that the A show got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Because that's the story. How is that the story? The story is that, like, the the non-horsewoman, non-wrestler star of women's wrestling, Nikki Alexa Cross. Bliss, oh. and her hot Irish-Scottish friend are now on SmackDown. I'm happy. Okay. That's awesome. That's a great that's a great pickup for SmackDown. And also keep in mind that every Tuesday night you're going to have a studio show that you are going to have to fill with content that, you know, two weeks from now That's ma- where you'll play being the elite. Maybe that <laughs> maybe being that's on Mondays. Maybe that's where Raw cashes in on the future considerations. Well, and also I want to talk about backstage for a little bit more too. Sure. Um I find it very convenient that on the day that WWE is debuting their studio show, they're also breaking news that Eric Bischoff is out as executive director or executive producer and Bruce Pritchard is in. If this were, if, if WWE backstage were actually sports center, they would have, thrown away the script and talked more about Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff switch than just like a one-off segment with triple H with triple H and then a a round of pundit talks. (laughs) So if, if I'm, if I'm gathering correctly, you are saying it's yes. Okay. Um, until further notice, I'm, why you're 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 going under the hood you're you're the play is under review the play is very much under (laughs) review for the for the simple fact that it's like eric bischoff is the tv dude they just got the new TV. maybe he was maybe he was only supposed to be there until they got on tv and then once they got up and running on tv he's phased out see and and he's done he was doing infrastructure stuff and now he's gone that was the thought i had or or Eric Bischoff doesn't want to be on TV. Bruce Pritchard's okay with being on TV. So you're going to just say Bruce Pritchard's in charge, but it's still Eric. Even though Eric has gone on record and he's he's, he's uh, the 83 Weeks podcast Twitter is saying, for no no apparent reason, there's this shirt that says the, fired. The fired shirt that's yeah. it, right. And how Eric Bischoff is now also for set for StarCast, yeah. which if I were WWE, I would let him go to keep appearances sure. that he's not a part right. of if, WWE. If it, if it is a work, right. Then you have to go on the fact that it, you know, that, that it is a work. Um, but either way, and Brucey from the beginning, he's going to be great. I mean, yeah. And, and, and see, that's where I was also kind of wondering too, is I know like back when Heyman and Bischoff got hired that the, Belief was that this was going to be behind the scenes. They weren't going to be on TV in those roles. But, you know, over the first couple of weeks of, you know, the, the, the new SmackDown and the new Raw shows, like, and, and maybe this is just the way WWE has programmed me a bit. It felt weird not really having an authority figure. Like, Stephanie came out to do the draft picks, 
but beyond that there was there was no corporation there was no general manager there was no you know by the way how was stephanie mcmahon announced when she made all of those draft picks what was her official title was it cfo no what was it she was the chief brand officer of (laughs) world wrestling entertainment that's awesome no i was i i I was that because uh was that was that was I watching the draft live? Yes, I was watching the draft live. Yeah, no, I, I guess I just missed that. Um, but no, and and I I did have the thought when it when the whole thing first you know kind of broke out there that you know maybe maybe it was a situation of you know they were they he was working behind the scenes up until TV got on the air and then and then they they rolled it. Um, now Scotty in the in the comments here he says Alvarez said on Wrestling Observer Radio, take this with a grain of salt, but that Bruce was kind of running SmackDown anyway. What other, what was the other really stupid thing Brian Alvarez said? Um, oh, what was that? B- that Bischoff really- didn't know any of the the superstars or something. Yeah, listen to eighty three weeks at all. Yeah, just I mean, one episode of eighty three weeks. Yeah, he's, and you'll hear he's aware. Eric Bischoff talking about Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler and Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt and blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Suck my back, Brian Alvarez. <laughs> um, I, an, another funny one that I saw. Another um, buzzy rumor. Get that, me all hot. That was uh, that that was strewn out there on the on the social media was that. Um, the reason he was fired was because in a 83 weeks Q and a episode, he had, he talked about how he uh, watched and enjoyed the, uh, the first AEW dynamite and that like the crowd was super into it. And you know, the, the show was really, was pulled off and, and handled really well. WWE social media congratulated AEW right? on their great <laughs> first show. Right. Like it is. It, hey, it, guess what? Shut up. Yeah. It, they uh, watched. They watched your show. Yeah, it, I it, could tell because y'all went to commercials at the right time. Oh yeah, uh, you know. So it's um, it has all. Oh, it has just, kind of cracked me up uh, a little bit as well. Um, so angry. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Um, but yeah, another thing that kind of sticks out to me over the past couple of weeks, and and it's kind of, and it's not. Isolated AEW. It's not isolated WWE, but, but we kind of hit on both of them. Was the whole draft order, draft pick thing, where you know, after like the first round or so, people are going, "Wait a minute!" Like we, you know, when the first round of picks with Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns, the OC, Bray Wyatt, and Drew McIntyre, it was like, "Wait, that's in exact order." Hold on, and then like people are like throwing the screenshot up, and it's like, okay, well they. That had to be coincidental. Let's look at round two. Uh, Randy Orton, Sasha Banks, Ricochet, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley. Huh? Uh, well, shit. Bob! <laughs> um, you know, and then the thing I have been asking for, and AEW, thank you. You have finally put wins and losses. Yes. On your website. They have. However. They're right. No. Yes. Ha- no. Yes. Tim, do I have to go to the? Let, yeah, they're let right. Me, let me go to the. Let me go to the roster. They're right. How, no. Yes. Okay. Um. 
talk amongst yourselves while while this is working. Um, There's no way it's right. Why? Because there's an overall thing, and then there's like a singles and a tag team thing. Yeah, yeah so wins and losses. So when your singles wins, your tag team wins. It's like one and one. So Angelico mm-hmm. singles O and O. Yeah, gets Angelico. Tag team O and three. Mm-hmm. Trios O and O. Overall, he's two and three. How would that make sense? Let's uh, let's go. Let's like go down no here. Wins there. Christopher Daniels Christopher. singles record O and one. Tag team record O and O. Trios record three and O. Overall, three and two. Unless, that math is wrong. Unless they're counting. This is, like a, a this is the information. Who that am is I being to doubt presented. Tony Khan? His family makes a bajillion dollars. Chuck Taylor, singles record, 0 and 0. Tag team record, 2 and 1. Trios, 0 and 0. Overall record, 2 and 2. <laughs> Oh, are they not counting the exhibition matches? I don't, don't know. Count? This is the information that's presented to you. What's an exhibition match that don't count? Kenny Omega versus Shima at Fight for the Whatevers. Fight for the Boings. Well, how does that not count but count in the overall? Because it doesn't count towards the overalls are not overalls are overall everything. See, the, Look, I don't know. Okay. It's a work, bro. Shima, one and two. Singles record. Tag team, O and O. Trios, 0-1. Overall, 1-4. He's great. Someone's got a job out over there. Like, the, Are what? they counting like maybe like the Battle Royals or something? Shima has not been in a Battle Royal. I, I, and, yeah, I, that's I truthfully on. don't know. Evil Uno of the Dark Order. Singles, 0-0. Tag Team, 2-0. Trios, 0-0. Overall, 3-0. And it's a tag team wrestler, like, right? It doesn't make. And sense. here's the thing: uh, maybe, Dustin. maybe that he's been in a. Maybe he's because he's two and zero. Oh, that like, if you win two, you get a hot streak. Oh, a hot streak! So, point, add one. It says that on the site, right? Like you can. Yeah, find no, that. I don't see that anywhere. Is there any at all that are right? Um, oh, there, there. Chris Jericho, John Moxley's correct. One and zero oh singles record. One and zero oh overall. There you go. That they one's lost right. the he was tag, just in a match. tag match this week, and that hasn't been updated. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how. I mean, it took them months to get the wins and loss record on the look, thing. Quit so trying just, to quit fact checking them, Snopes. Look, all I'm saying now, Chris Jericho's right. <laughs> Singles two and zero, tag team Did one I and zero. Say o. that right? Trios Is it one Snopes and o. or Snoops? Snoops. Snoops. It is Snoops. And Jericho's four and zero. So at least they got their champion right. Right. Congratulations. Listen. Look. Calm down. No. Like here's the thing. The, I when, wa- could you, when did you learn to count anyways? When did they teach you to count? Look, I can't do hard math, but like... Your, your doctor can't count because they got your blood pressure wrong. And now you're sitting here <laughs> talking about your damn AEW. <laughs> Look, man. The, just the, who's wrestling next week on Wednesday so I can watch it beat NXT? I don't is, know. Is it going to be Is it going to be 2-1 somebody versus 0-3 somebody? Yeah. I don't know. I think there have been a, a match announced already, though. They have yeah, announced the match. Both, both the, the semifinals of the tag tournament is uh, announced. Uh, they, amount, they announced something else. Oh, they got Kenny Omega's right. I mean, at least you get your Janelle's, one of your ADV, right. EVPs correctly. Look, man. Look, Look I, bro. I have no problem. Bruh. I, I, my, my fear when they, when they said they were going to get wins and losses and, and count them and all of that, and I have no issue with them saying, like, we're going to make wins and losses count. Yeah. But like, you gotta do them correctly. I no, you don't. Like, I feel like you're right. I no. feel like you need to. Oh, no, you don't. It's Pac versus Moxley as well. Next oh, week. okay, cool. But 
in the same Says light, who? it's not like AEW has a lot of in-ring rules anyway. So yeah, because I watched I watched Dynamite. There's a lot of confusing stuff going on. No, there. no, there's one thing that I will not excuse. Let's talk about it. Rope break in a nope. street fight. No, rope break in a street fight is fine. How? I actually, I actually had a wrestler uh, message yes. me about that. Okay, so uh, yes, please, because this. That one blew blew me away. Can I can well. I read the tweet response because I think the tweet response was great. Yes, yes, and I'll and I'll explain it. Okay, because to, I agree. I have to find it now. Well, I, well, mean, I can it, tell you what it, it says. I mean, it, go, it goes back. It goes back to the the week one, the no DQ when Moxley interfered. It goes back to you know the very first night of AEW. They uh, at, at double or nothing. They told us that it was a ten second on the tag. Look. That's gone away. That's fine. A torn- I think every tag match is a tornado tag now. No. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be. Well, okay. So the tweet from is basically saying rope breaks count. Well, I'm almost there. Okay. Well, I'm getting there. But talk about the 10 second thing. No, let's talk about 10 seconds. All right. So Danny Cage actually from the Monster Factory okay. uh, tweeted, do we have no rules in tag matches? I'm at AEW. I'm lost. Okay. Oh, nope. That was that was the one about discretion about uh, ref discretion. Yeah. I can't find it. Yeah. So, the Boar Moldova tweeted, "Friend of the show, friend That's of the show, yes, friend yeah. of the show." And essentially, so rope breaks. You can't win a match if somebody is holding on to the rope, but that doesn't mean you have to break the hold. You just can't win okay. if somebody is holding. So if if it's a pinfall, one, two, the hand on the rope stops the count, but they don't have to get up. So in or theory, if it's a submission, they can hold. Th- the whole reason for the ropes being there is so the wrestler can escape like a submission, and they have till five. They can hold the ropes, and the submission can stay on for infinite. Right, because uh, the the first Alpha and Omega match, Jericho had Kenny Omega in the. Um, in, walls in the walls of Jericho, Omega gets to the ropes because that was a no DQ, mm-hmm. and uh, Red Shoes started counting, and Jericho goes, "It's no DQ, you idiot!" Right, and just and just held the hold. Right, so you can hold it forever. Uh, he's not going to get disqualified, but he can't he win can't the match. Win in okay. the ropes. Okay, so let me ask you this: and if I am in the walls of Jericho mm-hmm. and I am on the ropes, if I'm tapping out, that tap out does not count. Nope, because I'm on the ropes. Yep. So I just need to get the tapping out out of my system. Yep. I can hold onto the ropes, tap out, and I would not lose the Correct. match. So one hand on rope, one hand However, tapping. However, it will not break the hold. No. But theoretically, if you're tapping, the, the, the superstar might think, oh, think, I won. hey, I just won the right. match and would let go. Okay, gotcha. correct. So that actually would be a pretty smart play. But here is my... So here, tapping in the ropes would be a smart play. Yes. Got here it. is my problem. The match, Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Bros. Okay. They're doing a whole bunch of flippy-doo tag stuff. Okay, Mr. Cornette. Pentagon Jr. is standing in the corner on the inside of the ring. He's in the ring. Mm -hmm. Yes. Phoenix is the legal man. Phoenix walks over to Penta. And Ref Aubrey goes, tag! The mother effer is standing in the ring. It's not a tag. Right, you it's can't, not how... You can't tag. It's not how tag team, even in Lucha rules, his partner's got to be out of the outside. ring. Now, 
<laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Uh oh. Oh no. Uh, oh the no. Clothes, the clo- some piece of clothing is coming off. Oh, here we go. Now, one thing. Oh, Lord. Look at this. Here it goes. The hat. Oh, oh no. Mama mia. Oh. <laughs> now, one thing that bothers Cornette. He did that for the juggalos and the juggalettes. Whoop, whoop. Um, one thing that bothers Cornette are blind tags. Are you guys okay with blind tags? You mean like, right? Like if I'm if I'm here and I have a guy in a headlock and I tag, and you tag I, off. Yeah, like, yeah that's um, the Midnight Express made a career off that. Shut up, Corny. That, okay, yeah. I I don't have not any, you. I'm talking. To I know. Corny. I I'm just, I, I don't feel like a tag has to be a high five. No, like his or his, a low five or however you're too is, slow. Is you actually have to tag. No, you don't. Okay. Okay. Huh, that's, that's odd. That's fine. Oh, corny. So you guys are because oh, the tag is supposed to be for the official and for the team, right? The blind tag is to trick the opponent into thinking that the person who's in the ring with them is still legal, right? And that's you know like is, that's especially handy in 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 heel work. Handy, I love that. <laughs> uh, you know, if a if a heel tag team is you know gets whipped off the ropes you can blind tag you do a move you think you're gonna win and you get a kick to the face or kick, something uh, old, old kick ski to the dick ski kick ski to the dick ski matt you're cool with blind tags just yeah no problem with so it. we're throwing it out there i'm on the cool record. with def tags all right i'm cool with price tags too hey, price like, tags are right they're, they're, they're too high well some of them are it depends where you shop too damn high but uh, it just Tag rules in general are also very lenient nowadays. Too. They are, and and are we talking WWE? Okay, yeah. Like the Usos are going up to the top rope, and a Uso is on the top rope, and somebody goes and tags the Uso on the top rope. Not a tag. Or is that just? Not, or is that just? He's not. He is. Or is that just twin magic? He is on the top rope. Right. The person who is making the tag is not on the apron. Okay. Because there is the tag rope. Well, is there a tag ro- Does AEW even yes, have tag ropes? D- yes, it does, because Bru- because Bryce Remsburg was shoot yelling at birthday boy Kenny Omega and hung man Adam Page and WWE superstar John Ambrose and Neville Pock. Like, he was like, tag rope, tag rope, hold, hold it. But I, so feel, like, like but that's I like, feel like I'm Lewis Black every here's time my I problem get it. Like, with- I love I love the fact that they give them some discretion in some things, but like you have to follow basic rules. Hold the rope. I mean, WWE does a really shitty job with tag ropes too. I feel. God it's forbid you ask for well, it. Because every tag match show. in the WWE is like a ten man tag. Well, That's and they've true. been better because there was also a period in WWE when they took the tag ropes off. It's off, and so there it was a were no show. ropes. Um, so it was a shindy. Uh, Lee says the in-ring tag bothered him as well. He said if it were Lucha's rules as soon as Phoenix um, did the tope suicida on the floor, Pentagon would be the legal man, and he is totally fine with uh, blind right, tags. If we're going to call it a Lucha thing, that's fine. As soon as somebody exits, enter, that's great. But, but like, tell us there's that. No, there's no 10-second rule. I mean, the, the, um, the Moxley match was pretty much just a four-way. Right, that, that, was, was like a, was that was no like a tornado. Tag. Tag, it, was, it was a fine but match. I enjoyed fine. it. No, and, it's what I thought I, it was going to be. But don't pretend you have rules governing right. this match. I, to me, and not follow. To, that. to me, that that's that's something. And don't get me wrong; it has not hurt the product for me. It, these are observations. Like I have enjoyed 
the first three weeks of AEW Dynamite. I Absolutely. will excuse. I will excuse everything that AEW has done until a dude tagged another dude, and they're both in the ring at the same just a time, dude dressed up as a dude, tagging as, as another, another dude. dude, and the ref goes, "Tag, nope, nope, but like get out," because you could even see the Philly crowd go, <gasps> "Hit the hit hit my hit my noise," not the <laughs> the other one, my dad. What? Huh? Oh. Oh. Uh, that is what the yeah. noise that everyone made in Philly right, was, was like, tag. What's up with that? Huh? What's up with that? Um, I love I loved the Jason, whole bunch of Jason says in the comments here, he said he could care less about tag ropes because he forgot about them. Oh, see, I'm, mm. a, I'm a big I, You're I'm not a tag guy. wrestler. I'm, 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 I'm a stickler for the tag rope. I, I, I mean, I've told indie wrestlers, I don't give a shit. Put a shoelace up there. Mm-hmm. Tie a fucking shoelace to the turnbuckle, whatever you need to do to make a tag rope. Is zip, that simple? Zip ties. I will sit here without shoelaces and commentate your show if you need me yeah, to do that. I will do that for 100%. you. Um, but 100%. no, like for me, it, it's, it is more... You know, the the first show commentary did a very good job at explaining the 10 count and then it disappeared. And they tell us that rules are important. Do they have a 20 count outside? Right? No, it is. It is just 10. Yes. No shit. Do they ever count even to three? What? That's what I thought. <laughs> like, don't tell me rules matter just to show me that they don't. And here's that, the, that's that's my again. It sounds like we're slamming. I mean, I, I literally, no, I, 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 like I said, I have enjoyed the first. Three I enjoyed weeks. AEW more than anything this week. You know what annoys me more? A company that gives you wins and losses, <laughs> and like to get to those wins and losses, you have rules, and the rules that to get there just don't matter. What and then an, the the wins and losses are wrong. Sorry. What annoys me more than any of the the fake real rules that they're breaking? A barbed wire broom. Not Ooh. that. Yep. Trying <laughs> just pulled his headphones out. It's from your head. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah. Um <laughs> the, the fact the fact that Jim Ross refuses to call Jungle Boy Jungle Boy. That annoys what me. What does he call him? He's like Jungle Jack Perry. Jungle Jack. <laughs> hey, Jungle Jack here doing the Jungle Jack stuff. Cowboy his, hat. Blue circle. His his dad is dead. So is my angel, oh, no. my Italian angel Janie. Oh, no, 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 no come on! We weren't there, did we? <laughs> what? Calm he down, can't... Ryan. Just calm down. <laughs> Jesus! I haven't said anything about anybody beheaded yet. We oh. haven't talked about the fucking. Uh, I want to <laughs> yeah, get started on that. Well, I don't think we'll get to any of that today. <laughs> I want to shout out to the Beaver Boys who made an appearance at AEW. That Congratulations was cool. on jumping ship from being WWE job guys to AEW job guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Although I think AEW let them get a little more offense in. Yeah, sure, a little bit. Here's the here's the deal. Uh, what is Santana and Ortiz's new new name? My two Titos. My, my, <laughs> Tito Santana and Tito Ortiz. Santino that's, Ortiz, my two Titos. My two Titos? Los Dos Titos. I don't think that's right at all. <laughs> yeah, it is. They don't have a name, so I'm going to name them. Los I, do- I feel like they did. They, no, feel like they were LAX, but... And, in the video, with their entrance video, it was like... Nah. Los Dos Power t- and Pride or something. Los Dos Titos. I don't, I don't think they got a name I now. They're, that's right. they're pit bulls among pit bulls. They're street thugs. What other, what other derogatory things can you say about them, Chris Jericho? I don't want to... Who may or may not be playing a Grand Wizard of a KKK in the new James Allen Bob? He confirmed that today, I believe. Yeah, on, yeah, the other day on social media. On the yeah, social media, Los, Los Dos Titos, Tito Santana, Tito Ortiz, Los Dos um, Titos. That's not right. 
brat. I'm going to say something that's probably unpopular, and I'm not. I'm not. I just a, said Los Dos Titos. I know. I'm just trying to get out of it. Um, I don't. I and I'm not. I'm not. Somebody put in the comments what the hell their name was. I'm not complaining. About, Wrong answers only. I'm not complaining about <laughs> e- either superstar. It's just me. I don't get them. Who? And that oh, is Jim. Jim. No, 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 Jim. no, no. Just hear me out. Oh. Who don't hear you me get? out? Hear me out. Marco Stunt, <laughs> Darby Allen. I don't get it. I don't get. Like, I don't. What don't you get? I don't dislike them, but I don't get the fascination. And the excitement around them. Did you get the excitement and fascination about Zach Gowan? Okay, he had one leg. He only had one leg. That that makes yeah. Sense. And Marco Stunt is as tall as the leg Zach Gowan was missing. I I know. Okay. Okay. So their video said proud and powerful. That's their shirt. And their shirt said that as well. But like that proud was like, and powerful is power and glory is about. As bad of a tag team name as the Graveyard Dogs. Santana and Ortiz. That's pretty bad. Proud and powerful. I also, I hate the, inner, the name the Inner Circle for the faction. I love it. I'm so disappointed in that name I of that love faction. It. What would you have named it? I don't know. Not Inner Circle. The bubble, I would have named it bu- Cowboy Hat Blue Circle. Bubble Boys. The Bubbly Boys. <laughs> the Bubbly Boys. Yeah. That would have been even. That would have been better. Oh, a little bit of the Bubbly. The Bubbly Boys. The Bubbly Boys. Does Dalton Castle have that? <laughs> I think those were just the boys. Well, the bo- and the boys are gone. Oh, They are gone. A little yeah. bit of the Bubbly. They're still with Ring of Honor, right? Yeah, they're just yeah, they're the just, Tate Twins They're now. just not the boys anymore. Um, um, so Inner Circle was the band that did the Cops theme song. Yes. Oh, that makes it so much better then. Yes. No. And the I, song Sweat. Because they're the bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? Maybe. I don't know. JK Gar, but we're going to keep calling him Jack Swagger on accident. <laughs> Jack Swagger. <laughs> He's from a little school called Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Boomer Schooner. <laughs> Boomer um, Schooner. <laughs> Boomer Schooner. Schooner. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just... I don't I and here's the thing and and I, I saw somebody ask it on Twitter today um like the like addressing like the I controversy for lack of a better word like argument about market and I was like here's the thing I I don't I don't necessarily get it um I don't dislike him I don't necessarily like him but I'm not I there's I've seen a lot of people going like how the how the hell could you you know could you cheer for or like somebody like Marco Stunt in the wrestling I'm not going to that length. It's like, the fascination of a little dude. And like wrestling as a whole has had a fascination with David and Goliath. smaller wrestlers doing extraordinary things. Rey Mysterio, Spike Dudley. Right. Lee just like, said it, it's, it's like Spike Dudley. It's different than Hornswoggle because Hornswoggle is an actual little person. Mm-hmm. Uh, dwarf. Oh, come on, Jim. <laughs> Full-grown little person. I don't know what the sausagey fingers. <laughs> Did somebody cut Yaki sacks off? God, there it went off. Jesus, Jim, that one popped me for. You know, we were a professional <laughs> podcast until the interviewer was gone, and then all of a sudden, yeah. And then uh, I, I apologize. We for just that. went off the rails. We just had to let it out. Hey, man, look, that's what we do. Okay, no, okay, that 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 that, that kind of yeah. And then Darby Allen. Like, 
you just have to know Darby Allen's backstory. But if you don't, which I mean, you did, you did. I gave it to you. It to I gave it to bit. you before the show. But like, we've I've said this a time or two. The early two thousands were a hell of a time. We had a television show called Jackass. We did. Darby Allen is Jackass boy. Okay. If Jackass the wrestler, Darby Allen. Not saying Darby Allen is a jackass. No, he, but he's, I could easily say was that like his evolve gimmick though. Like that's not really. Yes, he's always been half face painted. Well, that stunt I knew. Dude. Was it always stunt kind of thing? Is well, that so? As a child, he was in a car accident. He should have died, and he thought that half of himself died in the car accident. Right, that explains. The, so right. he from then has had like a devil may care attitude, and he does like skateboard stunts. And like there's a I've there's cheated a high, death before. So I've cheated, so he continually cheats death. And so now every time you see Darby Allen, I just want you to hear him at the top of the ramp going, "Whoop whoop, <laughs> I'm Darby Allen. Welcome to Jackass." Oh, okay. And that's. Um, I loved Jackass. As a by the way, I still love Jackass. I loved the the CKY videos. Also, really cool. uh, Steve O has a YouTube channel, and he's clean and sober. He's been sober for like four years, but he's like putting videos up of like recounting every time he's done drugs. Oh wow! But he talks about each drug. He's like, I love this. This drug, was, a pretty damn this good drug was great. And then it's almost like Sandman. <laughs> kind of. Hey, man. <laughs> except, um, except Sandman's video is he's actually doing them. As right. Um, but also Steve-O does, um, there's a video of like the top, my top 10 bar tricks to get money and free drinks. Oh, nice. There you go. So it's nice. so, it's so good, Steve-O on, Steve-O on YouTube, guys. Um. Let me ask another question. Another question as it as it pertains to Darby Allen and the and the and the title match. Does it does it hurt Jericho as a champion at all that he had to have help to beat a hundred pound guy with his hands tied He's behind not his back? Hundred pounds. Okay, okay. hundred and six. Can I can I answer that as as a person who you respect way too much? I'm gonna here we go. He's a heel. Okay. Yes. Have the giantest man in all of AEW come out and push the Yeti. Welcome to Jackass off the ropes. Conrad Thompson. No, we need linebackers. Jake Hagar, undefeated MMA specialist. Jake Hager. How many matches did he have in MMA? He's like 4-0, I think. Um, he, is he, he's currently still in Bellator. 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 Is that, I, didn't know, I honestly didn't know Bellator was I don't even know who he's fighting next. Let me look. I'm going to look up. I'm going to actually look up who Jake Hager. Like, did that strike you as odd, at odd, as odd at all, Matt? That, that, or, or did you kind of take it as heel being heel? Yeah, that's just how I read it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just saw like Hager, you know, push Allen off the Yo, top, I and I was see like, this fight. "What's the fight?" So on the same card, I think I'm looking. Yep. So Jake Hager's facing a dude named Anthony Garrett, but on the same the card, Jason Garrett. Sweet. On the same the card, it is a heavyweight main event: Frank Mir versus Big Country Roy Nelson. 
Oh shit, Nelson's still Hell early. Yeah. What year is it? This the year two thousand. <laughs> it's so good, man. I can't wait. Yikes. Bellator two thirty one. Live from the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Mohegan Sun Arena in in Uncastville, Connecticut. Oh, so uh, the, the Unkin- shitty Mohegan Sun. Uncastville. Live Uncastville. Uncasper, the friendly uh, Dal- ghost. Dalton Castle, Connecticut. Yep. Uh, live on the Paramount Network. On the Paramount Prelims Network. Prelims at 6.45. There you go. And the main card at 9 Eastern. So it's all just on Spike. On Friday night. So next Friday. Next Friday. With the last on bright, you're going to have Jake Hager losing on Bellator to some dude with the last name Garrett. And Frank Mir is going to have his swan song before he goes does stuff with Bloodsport. Probably. Yep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, all right. Sauce let, it. Let me, let me jump this up because I know um, I didn't watch a lot of Raw. Raw was kind of on hyper Are we jumping drive. out of AEW? Yeah. Do you have something else yeah, to AEW related? I just wanted to know what you thought about the women's match. I am slowly buying in on Riho. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it was a great match. I don't think Britt had a great match, unfortunately. I don't think, I don't think I've seen a good Britt Baker match. Really? Yeah. I, unfortunately. I, I unfortunately okay. was going to say the same thing. Okay. This one, I mean, there, were, there was only there really spotty, but I'm definitely buying into Rio I, for sure. I think the crowd helped the match. I think Rio. Very much so. I think Rio helped the crowd get into the match. I agree. But, yeah. She's, she's something. She's like. I'm curious to see as to like where they go and how they build. The I think next... she is like 92 pounds, Jim. I, 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 I think I they said numerous times she was not a six. I would have guessed it. like 42. It's but, tiny. There's not much um, there. No, but she. Yeah, no. I. I mean, she. She is the the best in their women's division. I think. And I, I don't think that's saying a lot. And I'm not disparaging their Here's women's division. Here's the deal. Division. NXT will win that battle every day. The WWE. Yes, NXT's women's division is significantly is greater better. than what's sad. What's sad is that like the worst of the NXT women is probably the third best woman in AEW. Are we talking like Performance Center still NXT? or I'm talking about... Daily NXT. Okay. So in, uh, who who are you un, s- circling as their un- worst? Unfortunately, it's Mia Yim. No. Yes. No, not bottom three. Yes, bottom one. You have disgusted me. Who? Oh, <laughs> it's not Mia Yim. Who? Who, who is, who is I'd your... I'd have to pull up their roster. Go ahead. Aaliyah. Better than fuck you. Better than oh, Mia Yim. You are so full. At least she is like a fucking knockoff Mandy Leone. She's a knockoff Carmella, but who is a- she? Also looks like she tries in the ring. The last three times I've seen Mia Yim in the ring, including the singles match on NXT and the four way that opened the very first live NXT on the USA Network, yeah. she was going like. One sixth speed. Like she, I feel. She I might have. Had I feel. A cold. I feel no urgency in anything that she does. I don't think her gimmick would would warrant her to be like rushing around the ring in urgency. She is the HBIC. Right. If you're in charge, 
You don't just lack... You don't, but you're in charge. You have the other people rush around for you. But she, like, lackadaisical... She is so lackadaisical in the ring. She does not carry herself with the presence of being in charge. I feel like it is strictly gimmick, or she's too old then, if that's what you're No, she's not too old. I think that she just needs to, like, tighten it up. She's the worst right now. I don't. I don't know that she I would put her as the worst. Channel change. I will say that I have been disappointed in, in channel change, man. In, in Mia Yim, how since we we said that she was too old, how old do you think Matt? We'll start with you. How old do you think Mia Yim is? Uh, I would say thirty. Okay, Tim. Going 31. 31? I was going to go say 31. She is 30. She turned 30 this year. I'm fucking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Shayna Baszler's like 39. Um, Baszler's getting up. I can't be that old. Can she be? Shayna Baszler. 39? Like 37, 38? let's, Let's roll it again. Matt, how old do you think Shayna Baszler is? Uh, yeah, I, I thought high 30, so since 39, taking 38. Okay, Tim? Are 30, you, I'm saying 39. You're saying 39? Uh, Ryan? 35. Shayna Baszler, August 8th, 1980. She is 39 oh, years old. Me. So, And her two best friends, Team Play Fight. Because um, <laughs> one of them says, let's play, and one of them says, let's fight. That's so true. I mean, they're Team Play Fight. <laughs> And and that math adds up on like yeah. never mind I'm Look, not going to go back to it. Um, <laughs> uh, Raw was on fast forward. Here's the thing I won't I won't I won't put Mia Yim as the worst. I will say she has been disappointing in NXT. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I will sounds like a cop out, Jim. Uh, you're fucking right. It is. Why? I don't know. What uh, is she, what has she done miraculously for you? Nothing. Exactly. Um, I'm just which I'm, is I'm a disappointment. Animal. I'm analyzing it like until she gives me something to remark about him. She's unremarkable. Okay. That's fair. Um, not saying she's not one of the best female wrestler. Like I'm comparing her to like some of the well, best female to, athletes and to me. Uh, that That's where I think the disappointment comes is like be- Brock Osweiler. Really great quarterback. Unfortunately, there's like 48, 54 quarterbacks better than him, and hence he has to retire. Right, he's retired, which, I mean... He's still better than, like, a lot of other people who play quarterback. Sure, but, you know, he he retired. Yeah, congratulations. He he made money. Yeah, Um, way more money. Way more money. Uh, So, Raw was kind of on fast-forward this week. I miss NXT, but I, I, I saw some comments about, like... The uh, like the Lashley Lana storyline and the continuation of it, and in it, kind of in the you bring the topic idea, yeah. Um, what and I don't want the answer to be good. Oh, but, I can't, but, what if it but, is? But what should the WWE product be, or what should the presentation be? Because if it's too cheesy and PG like they get they get flack for being um the insulting the intelligence or um you know you know I miss the attitude error or this and that you know and then you incorporate a storyline like this and then it's god this is horrible you know it's 2019 how can you do this you know what it, 
so I guess my my question, my discussion point is, what should the WWE product be? This. With Good. The, with the exception. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> I'm more... <laughs> I'm more upset. I'll, I'll see you your what WWE would like to tell you is a cuck angle, but is not cuck. <laughs> I I hope that somebody because right, because isn't a, wouldn't a cuck angle be that like Rusev is cool with it and Rusev is in the room and then, uh, yeah like, like he's actively like he's actively out. participating he's watching right. in a an act he's right an he's a willing viewer. participant he's an and his wife viewer. getting. So the you difference know. between that and like swinging would be Rusev would have to be involved in the de- definition. Generally, of, swinging Rusev swinging would be would be with, with somebody with, else. With, with somebody me. else, yes, with, correct. Okay, okay, gotcha. with Crystal Marshall. Yeah, in this gotcha. sense. Um, but I have a bigger problem with cheesy cornball Seth Rollins burning down the Firefly Funhouse. Okay. By like beating up Bray Wyatt and then looking into the camera and going, burn it down. And then lighting a table on fire and then <clears throat> flipping the table over and then burning down the wall. And I'm like, this is a horrible look. You're trying to turn Seth Rollins' face. And what he effectively did was destroy the WWE Universe's favorite thing in the whole world. And also, True. also, he killed Ramblin' Rabbit. Ramblin' Rabbit is F dead. that guy. Again. Ramblin' Rabbit say, this died is multiple times. the fourth times. time but they, Rabbit he is, he is the Kenny of, of the show. That's fine. But <laughs> oh, Seth, my God. You killed Ramblin' Seth, Rabbit. But Seth Rollins at this time. Ramblin' Rabbit is his number one fan. But Ramblin' Rabbit isn't real. Like, that's just a part of Bray Wyatt. I have a hot take. Um, care to? Yes. Okay. The Firefly Funhouse is all fake. What think, do you mean? I think it's all of it is fake. It's a figment of it's a figment of the fiend's imagination. I feel like they've ruined that by incorporating the backstage area of like Ramblin' Rabbit peering around the corner in real life. It's it's it's. Uh, you know, Claude, like there was like Bray, three instances. Right, Bray Wyatt tweeted basically like afterwards, like. How did you find me, Seth? Are you dead? I let's pull think, up. Let's pull up Ray's Twitter line because I think it he makes, sent out some really good tweets. It makes so much surrounding sense. This. It makes so much sense because the fiend carries out a Bray Wyatt head. Bray Wyatt is dead. Bray Wyatt lives in the Firefly Funhouse. We do not see Bray Wyatt outside of the Firefly Funhouse. Everything that exists oh. in the Firefly Funhouse, like Huskus, the Pig Boy. It's all different pieces of Bray Wyatt that have been split apart, and all that's left is the fiend. Um, so October fifteenth, he had tweeted, uh, "Ramblin' Rabbit was taken from us tonight in super unnecessary, cruel arson attack." R.I.P. Brother. And then he tweeted, "Also, I wanted you to know at WWE Rollins, I forgive you. It is my nature to do so, no matter how upset I get." Not everyone here feels this way, however. Quick question. How did you find it? Are you dead? Right. Huh. Yeah. And then if you think about it, like going back to it, the Fiend carries Bray Wyatt's Bray's head. head. yeah. Huh. So the Fiend is actually the one that's alive. 
and Bray is dead. And so now, in like a Nightmare on Elm Street type deal, the Fiend has brought Seth Rollins into this dreamscape. Yeah, and I mean, and like, 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 like uh, he's the only person to find the Firefly Funhouse. Something changed Seth Rollins in Hell in a Cell. Sure. This is a continuation of the story. Yeah, and and that's the thing is sure. like when when I and and yes, I will I will agree with you that the presentation of him, bur- him burning the house down, the fun house down, um, was was very. Well, at least cheesy. he could have done a really cool big arms pose when he burned it down. <laughs> like um, but you know, and and I know we had we had some angry comments in the in the Facebook page uh, from one of our friends in New Jersey. Um, that, you know, that, oh, they've just killed off like the coolest thing go. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to kind of see where this goes because like, I, I don't think this is, this is where the fun house and Bray and the characters and all of that. end. like, I'm like, I, I think there's still plenty more meat on the bone there. There's a picture circulating of the look that Bray Wyatt gave. Oh, dude. Seth Rollins, which is such a tortured pained look in his eyes almost like his eyes are watery and red yes and i and i, I don't want to paraphrase like why are you doing this to me yes. like you felt bad for bray wyatt like you felt really really bad for bray did you, did you notice did you see that picture tweet it's yeah, like I'm... it's very powerful acting for professional wrestling like you just don't get that level of, of commitment i feel well, it I... was done that I agree. The burning of it looked hokey. I don't know. They needed more accelerant. Something. I don't. It just didn't take. Well, and, right. I, and I and I go back to uh, it was the guy that um, I think designed like the fiend mask and the uh, the the Bray Wyatt head lantern. Like, and he was talking about like the development of all of it, and he said that it that you know there's there's so many more plans to it, and you know this is kind of only the beginning and and whatnot. So like I I do I really do think that there is just there's there's plenty more meat on the bone um, as it pertains to all of this. I, I think we dropped it in a comment somewhere. I did, and that's what I'm, that's what okay. I'm trying to find. I'm just trying to see where. But yeah, I mean, it was just that look, man. It's unreal, and it's so many different levels to this story. Oh yeah, how about that, the Viking like, Raiders winning tag team hey, gold? It's about time. I, re- I remember sense. when they were buried. Uh, that's, uh, that was a fun. That oh, you're ridiculous. Uh, can we go to our? Um, live correspondent on the field for all of our Viking Raiders uh, expertise. Uh, please, can we go to uh, Butters? To Butters? To Butters. Can we go to Butters, please, um, for all of our I don't know Viking you... Raiders? Oh, oh. I'm, I'm... Gotta yeah. go to Butters. Oh, Butters Scotch. Uh... No, that's, the, that's us calling for him, but where's the... Um... Uh, where is it? That's the new news on uh, the Viking experience. Thank Somebody you. had tweeted. I was saying Butters, and I was that's thinking, the character's name. I was from South Park. Thinking the guy from South Park. No, yeah, th- this that is Butters. That's, that's no, this is SpongeBob. SpongeBob. It sounds like Butters. Oh, that's oh, yeah, that's SpongeBob SquarePants. It's SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, SpongeBob. That's I was why wondering I was, why you were calling that's it Butters. Why I was so it sounds very... like Butters. I don't watch SpongeBob. Well, I don't either, but no, I know that yeah. clip from um, Leif Erikson Erikson Day. Leif Erikson Day. So this is a tweet. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a still shot on, on Bray's face. And I mean, he red in the face, like tears in the eyes. And uh, the, the Twitter account uh, at Jmall Saints said, excellent storytelling. This was the moment for me. 
He says, why are you doing this to me, Seth? And you look at Bray's face. He's coming off as a deeply disturbed man who retreats into the funhouse to feel safe. Now it's gone. All that's left is the fiend. Um, so, I mean, it, and, and obviously a lot of this is all in interpretation, too. Sure. Um, but how cool was that? Like but, how everybody can have. But that the, the look on his face was was oh, freaking unreal. So unreal. Um, when uh, when it was actually isolated. So, yeah, I think there's plenty of meat on the bone with that. And, and it's I'm not I'm not selling any of it up the river yet. And it's like, well, why would they do that? They're not even on the same show. I'm like, well, because it was still on draft day and it's the last time theoretically they're going to be on the same show together until they're at. Sands of time. Super blood money seven. Yeah. Super blood money seven. Her falls count anywhere. Um, yeah, I bet they do. Um, so is uh, it in Riyadh or is it in? Uh, it's in Cheddar. I thought it was in Riyadh. I think Maybe this it's one's in Riyadh. in Riyadh. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just have to remember to take my iPad to work on a Thursday that week and not not Friday. Right. Um, why Thursday? Because it's on a Thursday this year. Oh, that makes sense. It's on Halloween. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, okay. Spooky. Yeah, it's on. It's on a. It's really? on. Really. It's on a Thursday. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they're gonna do any like Halloween related things over there. Like I don't know, like a headless horseman oh. or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, Ric Flair will be there. So, speaking of which, within the last hour, Hulk Hogan had uh, sent a tweet out. Oh. That said, um, is this? Yeah, we can call it that. Yeah. Understand the champ at WWE Rollins needs to do what he's got to do. Defending the title against at Bray Wyatt is what champions do. Don't sure. worry, Nate. I got an idea for Team Hogan, brother. Hashtag Crown Jewel. And then he signs it. HH. Because that's what HH does. Right, right for Hulk Hogan. Yes, yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then people are just, are just trolling the, the comments like, please let it be Brutus. <laughs> uh, and then like people are like just putting up their thoughts like hogan will go again which i don't think will happen i hope uh, they don't put i uh, mean austin in this match um no but you may be right with the hulkster brother i, I feel like i could like, be there's, right there's no way that hogan and flair are not going to get physical in this match right? seth says uh then quote tweets that and he said uh i'd fight everyone if they let me thanks for understanding brother i owe you one so uh, Seth officially Seth, out. Yeah, Seth not in. Well, that was broken on uh, on on social media earlier. Oh, that was was the, that uh, on was it, the bump? No, I don't think it was the bump. It was it was just a, the bump. a it was a social media cut in. What's the bump? The <laughs> Chris um, Jericho's new podcast. Oh, <laughs> um, Fuzzy. Corey Graves is getting a pod. I'm, I'm yeah I'm after the bell. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I'll give it a listen. Don't run on Thursdays, brother. You're gonna have a problem. No, I think it's uh, gonna have a problem, bro. I think it's uh, well, it's it's not a live show. It's a. Gonna, I don't care. I think it's a Wednesday dropper, brother. Brother, go wherever else. I think it's a Wednesday dropper. Somebody had this nine thirty spot for quite a long time. Yeah, we have. Um, for the right price, we'd sell it. Um, <laughs> including the name and all likenesses, yeah, sell it for five, fifteen bucks. <laughs> you can even have the sound of me choking on something. <laughs> yeah. We, oh, that's double. That's me. Um, choking on air. Yeah, that's um, me. Mike Canellis um, on on Twitter on Monday uh, announced that he has requested his release from the WWE. I have, uh, uh, I, have I have real thoughts about this. Care to share some real thoughts? Here's the thing. I, I don't I don't blame him. Um, I 
I here's the thing. I don't blame him for wanting to wrestle more. I agree. He has been featured on TV. I know where you're going. No, that's not where I'm going. The rehab. No. Where Where are you going? Sit at home and take your money. But he doesn't want to do that. I don't care. No, no. Like he, he made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. That was the point he made to say, like financially, I don't think I have to do it, and I want to wrestle. I'm a wrestler. I want to wrestle. Good for him. He's stupid. No, no. no. Here's the, I feel like we should, money. we should champion like that passion, and no. we should want him to be happy. No. Here, look. My dream is to be able to sit at home and do what I want and collect a two hundred fifty thousand dollar a year paycheck. Yes. That maybe not be everybody else's dream. I mean, my dream is to have sex with Maria Canellis. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty So good we're dream. all living out his dream. I like how you whispered that, too, as if it was some sort of like secret mystery. Oh, y'all knew I, that? I would like to have sex with Maria Canellis. <laughs> so I'm not the only one. Yeah. No, no, maybe not current Maria. I would. How, Can I I'm, time machine Maria? You mean just right before she got pregnant, Hot Maria? Hot tub or? time machine? No, I don't. That pregnancy doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Well, I don't, I don't think she's unattractive now. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, like Ring of Honor, Maria. Though, holy shit! But blind, like, I blind tag that. I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand him wanting to work, and that that that's fine. That's fine. Good for him. Um. That said, I give me that money. I doubt he's going to get released. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I don't. I don't see. I don't see anybody getting released now. If you want to try and get fired, have at it. But um, I don't see people getting Jim, released. In honor of in honor of the story, can can you please play Stone Cold singing the the wah, entrance wah, music? Wah, wah. Oh, oh shit! That's so good. But yeah, let me uh, let me pull it up. While I also mentioned that um, uh, Alicia Fox. Now let me get that. Let me get that one ready. <laughs> What's your favorite match? My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. Who? What's your favorite match? Who? We're going to hear My it again. My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. Beautiful new entrance music. I guess it's all up to oh, I'm all out of sorts here. Hold on. Who? Who? You can't just go and introduce Mike Canellis without playing his beautiful new entrance music. I guess it's all up to good old Stone Cold. <coughs> it's to the greatest, greatest love I've ever known. I'm burning up in your love, your love. What, 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 what? Burning up in your love, your love. What, 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 what? Burning up in your love, your love. What, 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 what? Burning up inside your love. Man, that made me emotional. Uh, Stone Cold's got to go. I got something. <laughs> I enjoy most of like the Stone Cold, like Stone Cold ET. I enjoy Stone Cold ET quite a lot. I do love Stone Cold ET. Um, but uh, Alicia Fox now apparently uh, her her profile on WWE.com was just quietly slid over to the alumni section. I know that she is not looked at in high regard here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. However, she is a flag bearer for, like, 
She she has been an integral part of the WWE Women's Division. Eleven years from a time where, as our guest today, Sophia Ramirez Castillo said, where they were doing like Jello matches and mud wrestling. Yes, she was a fantastic wrestler. She was. I can't recall very many bad Alicia Fox matches. <laughs> y'all can y'all can sit here. This is also the same guy who said Mia Yim's not bad. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Alicia Fox, rather good. She wouldn't she, have had a job for so long she, if she wasn't good. She was one of the best she in the was Divas consistent. era. And that's why she had a good. job. For 11 years. Consistent. main Consistently roster, good. Main roster yes. debuted 2008. One-time Divas champion. She's too tall. She was uh, number 17 in 2010. What's your thoughts on Charlotte Flair? Um, looks like an absolute athlete. 6'1". Too tall. How uh, tall is Alicia Fox? She's like a fucking giraffe. She's shorter than Charlotte. No, she's not. Sir. Don't believe Look it, it up. Look it up. I, I'm going to look read, it up right now. You read things. While I look, I look up look some up. of uh, I'm gonna look up, Alicia Fox. I'm looking up Charlotte. Um, Alicia Fox is five foot nine. Five nine. And Matt, whose side are you on? <laughs> I mean, you're an Alicia Fox fan, are you not, Matt? I am. Yeah. Okay. And Charles Flair is billed at five ten. So one inch. So they're the same height. They're not the same height. Um, she's taller. Alicia Fox Who's number a giraffe now was number seventeen in 2010's PWI Female Fifty. Doesn't matter. She was rated Wrestling Observer's worst feud of 2015. It's a feud. Team PCB versus Team BAD versus Team Bella. That's a really bad feud for all parties involved. Ooh, that was let's brutal. talk about let's talk about 20... the original name of PCB being the Submission Sorority, and they had to have the name changed because that's the name of a porn. <laughs> Didn't know that. You can't search China, but we can search that. Yeah. Um, the submission sorority. Worst <laughs> worst ranked match. Worst worked match of the year in 2013. Listen to this, Jim. Uh, Alicia Fox, AJ Lee, Oksana, Caitlin, Rosa Mendez, Summer Rae, and Tamina Snuka. Good God. Versus Brie Bella, Cameron, Eva Marie, JoJo, Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki Bella. And you're going to say Alicia Fox is the bad one out of that? One of the uh, Yo, easily in a world in which Tamina Snuka still lives and breathes, there is no one worse than her. I didn't say that Alicia was the worst. Tamina, Tamina. I just said she's. That's a huge bitch. It's also Nia Jax's grandma. <laughs> that match was also like peak time when Jim was adamant that Eva Marie was improving. That is true. That is true. Um, she was still improving, I believe, to this very day. Physically, I mean, uh, I mean, Natty was in that match. You could put her in the bottom three. Um, Whoa, Eva Marie, <laughs> Bruh, Does he need to read off who? Well, Oksana. No, dude, it's, it was it was a knock on on Natty. Oh, okay, yeah, no, yes. no, Natty doesn't yeah. belong Cameron. in the bottom three. Oh, Cameron was a Jim was a big Cameron. Fan. No, not true. That, lo- that is true. You're Those here, are fucking lies. You're here for the other Funkadactyl. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, Cameron never was a Cameron. Girl, bye. Never was a Cameron. You never fan. was. Do not no, that was signed poster of the Funkadactyl. No, that that's that's not true. That is not a thing. I, can, I I know I do. I'm sure. I'm I like, why did I do. proudly say that? Yeah. Why did you proudly admit the Funkaduncles? I do. That just seems like an odd odd thing to uh, willingly admit. Brodus also signed it. 
Yeah. Oh, why did I say that oh, out loud? Shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, mine didn't deface mine with Brodus's signature. Whoa! <laughs> defacing. <laughs> Fox News analyst Tyus or Tyrus. His name is Tyrus. <laughs> Tyrus. <laughs> like a Tyrannosaurus. Um, but uh, I don't. I don't. Her. I, Her. I assume that uh, WWE's is never going to like actually mention that. That they're just going to let her live in the alumni section. Until, Alicia Fox until Raw fe- Thirty. Alicia Fox, future WWE Hall of Famer. Get the fuck Ew, out! Gross. You have. I, I was razzing you about how bad she was, but you cannot honestly believe that. Yes, I can. No. I would be shocked if she wasn't. Wait, wasn't? Wasn't. Matt, you're breaking wasn't. up. I can't. I can barely hear Somebody you. here has some GD sense. Oh, if man. the Godfather's in, they're well, putting anyone in. If he, he does have kind of no, yeah. that's the he wrong does, one. He does kind of have a if, point. Is it if Coco beware? Coco beware's yeah. in, if Brutus um, the another... effing barbers in. I feel bad for Coco because Brutus I feel like that's has the never one I been a champion. To. Right, Coco's always that. Well, if Coco got in, but Coco, I, we've already had. I've already we've had, had we've, this we've discussion. Been, we've beaten that thing to death. Yeah. I, I won't be surprised the day El Torito gets inducted Shut into the Hall the of Fame. Fuck up. <laughs> he only goes in after Max Moon, or Max Mini, and Hornswoggle. Stupid, stupid idiot. Um, oh, Hornswoggle, Hornswoggle should probably already be in. He probably should be. He's Vince DX, McMahon's right? kid, for Christ's sake. He my dad. <laughs> he my dad. That's the name of the song. Um, I, uh... Yeah. Lee says Stephen Lombardi and Barry Harwood's better go in before Alicia Fox. Damn. Fucking right. I don't disagree. I just Barry said. Barry Harwood should already be in there as as well as the brawler. Who'd he ever beat? Skip from the Body Donnas. Okay. Who'd he ever beat? Sonny. Henry O. Godwin. Who'd he ever beat? Now we're just doing Naked six. Midian? Now we're just doing six degrees separate. That's his brother. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, no. Phineas was his brother, Naked Phineas Midian. Phineas and Naked Midian are the same dude. No. no. One was a farmer. Yeah. One was a one was naked a guy Midian. Who are you, oh, my God. One was a guy who got sacrificed. Sure. He like, had shit carved into his head. A chest. Chest. He had shit carved into his chest. <laughs> you know what? Alicia Fox probably does belong in. I forgot she was in uh, the, the box office film, The Jetsons and the WWE at Robo WrestleMania. So that'll probably get her in. I forgot about that. <laughs> Matt, have you have you seen that before? I have not. Oh wow! Um, well, there's another one to work into your into your hundred for the year. <laughs> um, all right, we're we're right up on the eleven thirty mark. So I'm gonna. Who did she beat for the Divas Championship? I don't know. Probably Oksana. Uh, look it up. It's just. Ugh. Look up the title history. Um, I'm just m- just curious. Well, Matt, we'll, we'll we'll get you out of here. Um, who is the woman of the week? Let people know how they can see you screaming obscenities at uh, Doug Flutie <laughs> and all of that stuff. Flutie flakes. Um, woman of the week is Angel Sinclair. Um, half of the Platinum Honeys will be performing at WSU this weekend. So if you are in the New Jersey area. I'm sorry, but if you are there, might as well make the time worth it. 
catch a good wrestling show, go check out WSU. You can follow me on Twitter at 3CT, the letter A. Philly is in Philadelphia, number eight, 3CT affiliate. Sixers start on Wednesday, so look out. Follows in now. <laughs> look out. Uh, all right, Matt, we'll talk to you next week. Yep, have a good night, guys. All right, see you, bud. Um, wow, so Patrick Mahomes getting hurt did not impact that outcome at all. Uh, thirty to six, the Chiefs over the Broncos. Ooh. Yikes! This Broncos. Did Tyreek Hill do anything? Yes, he did. Thank this God. Broncos yeah, are bad. he got a touchdown. That's good. That's all I needed. Oh, man, I still can't believe that Mahomes got hurt. That's gonna that's gonna affect me in uh, in some ways. Yeah. Anyway, um, did do we even know who was that trivia? Do we do we want to try and fit it? I've got trivia. Okay. Let's uh It's really quick. Ow, I punched the mic. Come on. Listen, man. Fucking amateur hour. Listen here. How's your guys' is a scary movie knowledge? Uh not great. Alright, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Happy Halloween, folks. I'm gonna give you the name. Hey, do you wanna know the killer or the movie? Uh, let's have us name the movie. I think that would be easier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give us the killer's name. I'm going to give you the killer in the movie, and you tell me the movie it goes with. Okay. Buzz in with your name. Here we go. Good luck, Jim. So you're giving me the movie. The movie. Okay. Here we go. Question one. Chucky. Jim. Problem child. Ryan. Child's play. Child's play. Stupid idiot. A little bit of the bubbly. Stupid idiots when I get oh, one wrong. Oh, that's fine. No, that's, yeah, Bit I got of the it. bubbly is when you get one right. Got it. Number two. Uh, Norman Bates. Ryan Psycho. Ding. A little bit of the bubbly. I love this song. It's so good. Number three. Pinhead. Jim. Hellraiser. That's correct. Jim. A little bit of the bubbly. Next. Leatherface. Ryan, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A little bit of the bubbly. Number five. Hannibal Lecter. Jim, Silence of the Lambs. That's correct. A little bit of the bubbly. Three, two. In favor of Ryan. Yes. Okay. Number six. Jack Torrance. Ryan. Jim. That's Ryan. The Shining. That's a little correct. bit of the bubble. A little it's bit of the. A little bit of the bubble. I love the so shining. Good. That's more. That's more. Uh, th- like, it's not s- typical horror. Right. It's like real horror. Mm-hmm. Real. Right. Uh, next up, Ghostface. Ryan. Scream. Correct. A little bit of the bubble. Nice. Well done. I love the Scream movies. They're Never probably really my, they're probably them. some of my favorites. It's uh, five to two. Jim needs to clean sweep. Next up, Jason Voorhees. Jim. Fuck my life. Uh, Halloween. Fuck no, I'm an idiot. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Stupid, 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 stupid idiot. Stupid idiot. Next one, Michael Myers. Jim. Halloween. That's right. A little bit of the bubbly. Stupid idiot. Uh, stupid idiot. Last, Pennywise. Ryan, it. A little bit of the bubbly. Are you sure about that? We did better than I thought we would. Yeah, I'm surprised. We yeah. 
I think we answered them all, right? You did. That's, yeah, you, uh, gave, you gave yeah. us some of the easier ho- horror movies. I did. Yeah, but, you but the trick was enough. the trick was is to give you like for you guys to think like um, like if I said Jason Voorhees, you could be like, oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Yeah, it was the kind of, other one. Yeah, right. Or like you don't remember. Like you'll, I'll say Hannibal Lecter, and you'll go, oh, Hannibal. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, Hannibal would have been an answer though. But it that was that was the movie. That was the second. Yeah, that was the, the second movie. Yeah. But nobody goes, oh, Scream 2. Right. He <laughs> <laughs> was in that Stab movie. It was Stab. 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 It was the movie inside of a movie. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's going to wrap. That's going to that's that be a, a quick and easy one, boys. That's going to be a wrap here. Quick and easy. So, Ryan, you got to prepare the trivias for next week. Fuck. Right? Yeah, shit. He would show, you'll do that during the pre-show, post-show next week. probably will. Tim, let the people know where they can follow you and everything you're doing. At not the tool man across all platforms, Instagram, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, if you care, uh, Twitch.tv forward slash not the tool man. I stream usually every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, playing a lot of Destiny Two, uh, the looter shooter. Destiny Two, the electric boogaloo. Yes, uh, electric boogaloo <laughs> on the moon. Um, but it's really fun. Come on by. We talk wrestling. We talk a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, also. On the side, I do a weekly podcast where we talk about retro wrestling. Uh, it's called Final Wrestling Place. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Final Place Pod. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about Survivor Series 1990. Oh, nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Ryan, where can people follow you? You can just follow me. It's at R Y N Eagle. Um, I now I just like to argue with you when you tweet from the three count page. So I that's Pretty kind much. of what I've been doing. Um, so some of them are some of them are real like beefs with Jim. Sometimes I just like to rile his ass up. Um, so maybe you can follow along there. I guess that's the only other thing I, I football I would tweet about. But uh, we got a big game coming up this week. <laughs> this week, Sunday night, Jim. <laughs> Yeah, Sunday night. Yeah, everybody's waiting for Sunday. They night. are. Jets did their job. Yeah. Uh, hold on, he turned you off. Similar shade of green. Similar. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. No, actually, it's not even anymore. Jets, not, not anymore. Jets and Eagles. What do they both do? They both fly. They both fly. Yeah. They both fly. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't expect a whole lot out of out of this week's shenanigans. We'll I really see. Don't. We're gonna see. I'm already I'm I'm already planning on it as a lot. Are you? Yeah. All right. So that means we'll at least be able to podcast together next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. I'm I'm more disgusted in the Cowboys and their coaching staff than I am over what what will happen on Sunday. That's, okay. That's fair. Yeah. The, the fucking the clapper. clapper, man. Speaking of clapping, clap for us and uh, NGSC Sports, our home network, and the sponsor of this show, Alicia's Pillows and Things. Head over to NGSCSports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage and place your order. But you also head over to 3CountThursday.com. That is our homepage. And you can find our uh, YouTube link, our Patreon, patreon.com slash 3CountThursday. You can also find all of our social media, our merchandise, and much, much more. Again, 3CountThursday.com. We uh, appreciate everybody listening. We thank Sophia Ramirez Castillo for joining us earlier tonight on the show. And uh, we'll be right back here next week. Until then, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin.